What's going on, people? It's your boy, Kalechi, back with another episode of the Rambling Mind Podcast. How are each and every single one of y'all doing today? I hope y'all are staying safe. I hope y'all had a wonderful weekend. I hope y'all are able to get into this week and are all the way charged up. You are able to juice up yourself. You were able to get some rest during the weekend. And now you're right back at it. And you're right back at it and getting at it and getting all the things you need to done done. If you're listening to me while you're at work, first of all, thank you for listening to me. Thank you for spending the time. Thank you for taking the time out to listen to my voice. I think my voice is lovely. I hope y'all think my voice is lovely too. But either way, that's not why we are here. I just want to say thank you so much to each and every single one of you that keep coming back to the podcast every single week. I appreciate all the love. I appreciate all the support. Recently, we hit uh, 60 plus followers on Instagram, by the way. If you don't know, follow me on Instagram. I post a lot of skits on there. A lot of my TikTok skits I posted on Instagram as well. I post a lot of little tidbits of things that I find on the internet. It's just a way of continuing the educational path. I post a lot of stuff on my stories, post a lot of pictures. I post a lot of stuff that I do from my YouTube channel, which also go check that out as well. And of course, you can check me out on TikTok. But either way, just I appreciate each and every single person that keeps coming back every single week. It just means so much that people actually care about what I have to say. And I hope that I am providing the value that you guys deserve uh, since you're taking your time to listen to me talk about any of these topics, whether it be finance, whether it be events, investing, whether it be the business news that we touch on every single week. Just thank you guys so much for taking the time out. And I hope that I'm providing the value that you need. If you have questions in the show notes, I have um, links to where you can email me if you have questions about personal finance. Of course, you can hit me up on Instagram. You can hit me up on Twitter. You can hit me up on YouTube. So uh, there's a lot of different ways you can reach out to me. You can go to my website and you can get all of that. That's www.ramblingmindshow.com. And you can just reach out to me from anywhere on there. So check out the website and you can reach out to me if you have any questions. I'll do my best. I can't say that I know everything because I really don't. There's a lot of stuff that I do not know, but to the best of my ability, I will answer the questions. And if I don't know, I will literally tell you I do not know because I don't want to to lead you down a wrong path and then, you know, things happen. So I want to be completely and totally honest with y'all whenever you you hear my voice. But anyway, I just wanted to take some time out to just say thank you so much for the continued continued support that I've been getting on the podcast. And also share the podcast. If you have a friend who's also would like to learn more about this stuff, or if you think it's worth sharing, share the podcast, let other people know uh, about it so they can listen to it and they can learn from this stuff. Don't hoard all this knowledge to yourself. Don't hoard it all to yourself. Share the podcast. Or you can do what I do with some podcasts where I just like sound like I really know a lot of stuff because I listen to a lot of other people talk about it. And then I just be like, yeah, 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 yeah. And I put my own two cents in it and which really I'm just regurgitating the information that I heard. But either way, uh, if you enjoy the podcast, I would appreciate if you would share it out. But in this episode, we're going to be talking about something that's a little bit touchy and something that. Um, I feel like I have to touch on, I have to talk about because of some of the things that I've been seeing, whether it be on YouTube, on Twitter, on Instagram, on TikTok, just a lot of things that I've been seeing, whether it's articles that I've read. And I just felt like, man, I need to touch on this subject. I need to talk about this thing with, with people because a lot of us think of investing in a certain way 
And in reality, it's not that way. I know that I come on this podcast every week and I'm talking about how like if you just save $5 a day every single day for 40 years in your life, you will become a millionaire. And I talk about how just investing passively, you can become a millionaire and all this kind of stuff. But the truth is, if I'm being totally honest with each and every single person, the truth is investing won't make you rich. Probably investing won't make you rich. Probably now, first of all, before we get into anything else, I want to define what I mean by rich. What I mean by rich is investing is not going to make you an overnight success. Investing is not going to make you a billion dollars overnight. Investing is not going to do any of these magical things that I know that I thought would happen because, Hey, I started investing money. It's not going to do that for you. Investing is not something that just with the snap of a finger, boom, I'm investing. I should be a millionaire by now. I'm going to be a millionaire like tomorrow. That's not going to happen. There is no way that's going to happen. And the reason why I decided it was time for me to talk on this topic is because, first of all, I'm looking around in our society right now with everything that's going on. First of all, I saw a report that the U.S. has passed over 200,000 deaths due to the coronavirus pandemic. And it's way more than that outside of the, in, in the, in the, in the grand scheme of things. I mean, that, that in and of itself was a sobering thought. And then that led me thinking about like, we still have about 25 to 30 million people that are unemployed. Um, we have a massive hit to our economy. A lot of people don't have a job, don't, aren't even having unemployment paychecks to help them feed their families and eat. And it just got me thinking whenever these kind of situations happen, whenever we have a very dire situation. We tend to stop thinking critically and we tend to start thinking a lot more emotionally. And we tend to start looking for a quick fix answer. We tend to start looking for, yo, I need this money as soon as possible. And so we tend to fall into different traps that are laid in front of us as like the get as our escape hatch, as our get out of jail free card. I mean, and the thing that was bothering me was if you watch YouTube and if you don't have YouTube red, and you see all these ads for all these YouTube gurus that are advertising all kinds of stuff of how like you can start trading stocks today and you'll be a millionaire tomorrow. That if you just give them a thousand dollars, they're going to for sure show you exactly how to become a billionaire or a millionaire and how they became a millionaire just by trading stock in less than one year. They were a billionaire and all you need to do is just for you to give them something. And we see all these commercials, whether it's with Forex trading, whether it's with stock trading, whether it's with Bitcoin, whether it's with sports car trading, whether it's with flipping cars, whether it's flipping houses, flipping clothes, flipping stuff. And everybody has some kind of secret that they want to show you the secret to success. And the fact is there is no secret to success. The fact is it takes time, it takes work, and it takes a lot of effort for you to become successful in whatever you do. We've talked about compound interest. Compound interest works over time. It's not in an instantaneous thing. It takes time to get to that point. And so for me, it gets very frustrating whenever I'm on the internet and I see these gurus and I see these fake teachers out here trying to teach you the secret to become a millionaire, the secret to become successful, the secret sauce of any of these things and it seriously bothers me because what they're doing is they are preying on people in a dire situation right now they are preying on people who actually need help right now who are actually looking for a way out who are actually seeking knowledge to be able to better themselves and you have all these stupid gurus 
I mean, there are some people out there that are actually trying to do good, but there are a lot, a lot of gurus also out there or a lot of teachers out there that are not trying to help you. All they're trying to do is make money off of you. And it really bothers me. And that's why I wanted to make this, this podcast today, because I wanted to make everybody more insightful about what exactly is going on. Whenever you see these kind of, um, whenever you see these kind of commercials, whenever you see these kind of adverts, whenever you see these kind of selling tactics of, Hey man, if you just do this one thing, you're going to become rich. If you just pay me $500 and I will show you the secret to success. And it's like, yo, yo, like that's, I mean, no. And it really, really bothers me. So yeah, I just want to talk about how investing because I'm, I pay very close attention to the stock market. I pay attention to a lot of investors and I pay attention to people who have been successful investing. As you know, I love to court Warren Buffett. I love to court Peter Lynch. I love to court Charlie Munger. I love to court, um, uh, what's his name? Why am I forgetting his name right now? Uh, Ray Dalio. I love to quote all of these dudes. And one guy that I just started reading his book called Rule Number One, which I would advise if you're trying to learn how to invest in single stocks, Rule Number One, really good book. I haven't finished it, but so far I'm liking what I'm reading in it. And his name is Phil Town. And he also has a website that teaches you some stuff and it's free. I mean, the book is not free, but the website stuff is free. And so those guys, I love to quote them. I love to follow their story. I love to see how they invest their money. And you see a consistent theme with every single one of these guys before they got to the position that they are. It took time. It took a long time. They didn't just overnight. Oh, we made it. And they were there. It took a long time. So investing will not make you rich. Probably. I mean, there's, of course, there's always those people that one hit wonders. There's always one hit wonders. Who remembers Rebecca Black that had the Friday song on YouTube that went crazy? One hit wonder. There are a lot of people that have like a viral video or a viral thing for a second in time and that's it. We don't hear anything about them anymore. We all know those songs that go viral and then we never hear about it. So there are people that will have those opportunities for, but for most of us, I'll dare say for 99% of us, investing will not make us rich overnight. It will not do that for us. So here's why your ability to save. In other words, when you learn not to spend all your money, but when you learn to let your money make money for you, these are the things that will actually lead you to wealth. Because even to get started investing, even for you to start trying to invest, you need something called capital, which is your principal investment, which is your principal starting off. You need some kind of money saved up For you to even get started investing. You need money in your pocket. And so therefore you're not going to all of a sudden magically. The compound effect of zero is zero. It's not zero doesn't compound to become something more than zero. It's still zero. Unless you're putting something into it. Unless you're adding some kind of support to the system. Unless you're adding some kind of capital to invest. Then you start seeing the returns. I mean one of the things I was listening to Warren Buffett talk in a uh, panel and one of the things he said he was like one of the greatest things that happened to him was before he turned 21 he had saved up ten thousand dollars before he turned 21 and that gave him a head start when he came to invest in that's literally the thing when it comes to investing it comes down to you learning first of all 
your personal finance. A lot of times when it comes to investing, people just think it's like an automatic thing. I'm going to invest and I'm good. But we forget all about the other stuff about not spending more than we make, about actually saving money, living on less than we make. We forget about all these other stuff, emergency funds, all these other things, these entry level criteria before you get started investing. We forget all of that because we believe that if I just invest, it's going to magically just work out for me. At the end of the day, the more capital you have, in other words, the more dollars you have in your pocket, the more you can invest and the more you're going to get a return on your investment. A study by Spectrum Group, these are guys that do a lot of research on millionaires and those kind of things and do a lot of research on the investing world. They came out and said that the most important factor that millionaires said to build in their, their wealth was not any investment strategy, was not a particular investment that they make, was not any of these like moves that all these gurus on Instagram and on YouTube are trying to teach everybody. It came down simply to, they said, saving, learning how to live on less and learning to save their money. They said that the things that they learned when they were not millionaires was the same thing that kept them and actually made them become millionaires. The saving strategies that they learned, the way to live on less than they made, they made, not always letting lifestyle creep come into the picture. Those kind of things. That's why they ended up where they were. The highest, just 82 respondents of that survey said that my consistent saving practice is what made me a millionaire. So at the end of the day, learning how to save your money, learning to save money, learning to live on less than you make is what is actually going to get you to the goal that you want to get to. It's not all going to be, oh, I just, I made this one great investment. I invested in Tesla. First of all, if you're even listening to me and you're an investor and for some reason, somehow you invested in Tesla, you got lucky. Let's just be honest about it. Nobody expected Tesla to rise up 700%. That was not supposed to happen, but it happened. Like I said, every once in a while, you're going to hit the lotto. You're going to get lucky. But the thing is, in order to position yourself to get lucky, you have to do all the baseline stuff. You have to learn how to put money aside to prepare to invest. You have to learn how to have an emergency fund so that when things hit the fan, you're not going to your investment to pull out money. You have to learn how just to save, how to just be content with where you are in life. The second reason why you won't invest in by itself is not going to make anybody reach, uh, rich. And again, this is generally speaking, there will always be people who hit the lotto. There will always be people who make unbelievable investment decisions. The thing is, at the end of the day, the S&P 500, which is the index that I talk about every single day, and I love investing in the S&P 500, but let's be honest, the return on your investment is 8 to 10%. It's about 8 to 10% annually. And although like that's in the investing world, 10% return on investment is unbelievable. It's amazing. But at the end of the day, if you invested $10,000 in the S&P 500, you're only going to make $800 back. That's not making you rich overnight. So if you took that and you're trying to get to $1 million and you started off investing just $10,000, it will take you 60 years using the 8 to 10% annual return. 60 years. So investing is not going to get you there like that. Investing in stocks, investing in the index 
index fund is not going to get you there like that. The fact is, the more capital that you have to work for you, the more dollars that you have to put out into the market, again, going back to your saving strategy, the more you can save, the faster you can become rich, right? The faster you can become rich. If you just had $10,000 and you wanted to reach a million dollars in, let's say, 10 years, you would need an average return from the stock market of 60%, just starting out with $10,000 of 60%. And a 60% return on investment is ridiculous. It is extremely hard. You have to make unbelievable bets that just pay off every time. For example, let's think of Tesla, which just had an explosive year. Like I just talked about Tesla a second ago. They had an 800% return on investment since last year. Unbelievable. Nobody expected it. 800%. But the thing is, once Tesla hits that valuation... Now everybody knows about Tesla. So you jumping into Tesla and thinking, oh, it's still going to climb up and have another 800% valuation. It's not going to happen. It's just not going. Now all of the, all of that explosive growth is too late. It's been priced in. You didn't get in when it was on the ground floor. You didn't get in when things were just starting off. And so you miss out of that. Think about Amazon, who's also had explosive growth. But at some point, Amazon's return on investment is going to be very slim. I mean, look at Apple, look at Microsoft, companies that I love to invest in, but they're not going to give you return on investment of of, of over 100% every year. They're not just going to do that. You're not going to get that from, from those companies. And so the thing is, to be able to get to $1 million in 10 years, having just $10,000, you're going to have to make good picks all the time. And your good picks will have to outweigh your bad picks. Because at the end of the day, and this is the third reason about why investing is not going to make you rich, we suck at investing. We absolutely suck at investing. No matter how good of a strategy person you are, it doesn't matter. We as human beings are horrible investors. We're just not that good at investors. Just to help you understand what I'm talking about, the best investors in the world, those are hedge fund managers, money managers, those kind of guys. They manage about 75% of the money that's in the markets right now. They have all the resources to do all kinds of research and they understand the markets beyond you and I retail investors. They understand more than we will ever understand. So you would expect that, oh, these guys, they have all the resources. They make all these moves. They will outperform the S&P 500. But as you guys know, because I've talked about it previously, they don't. They suck. Fund managers annually have a return of about 6%. 6% compared to the S&P 500. It ranges between like 4 to 8%. The S&P 500 ranges from 8 to 12%. Eight, look at how, look, look at that disparity. Four to eight percent versus eight to twelve percent on average. There are two main reasons why we suck as investors. One, we are extremely emotional creatures. We overreact to every little news. I mean, think about it. Recently, Tesla held their battery day event and investors, the reaction that investors had to the event was meh. And the stock started falling. So far, Tesla has fallen about what? I think 8% or so because of that event. 
They didn't give the stock a boost. They went the other way. So every little news, every little article, every little piece of information we get, we react. We react to it, which makes those horrible investors. Emotions should not be put when you're investing in anything. Don't add your emotions in it because you won't pay attention to what you're doing. I mean, think about this. This is another thing that's just important as to just talking about our emotions in the different portfolios for fund managers. The average time that they hold a stock was for 3.8 years. In other words, they are regularly removing stocks and adding stocks in. Oh, this stock is not performing like I expected it to perform. This stock is is performing poorly. I expected it to have this return. It only had like 5% return. So I need more returns. And it's this move of like, we react to everything. Where in the S&P 500, it just keeps on going. Hardly ever is moves made. And so... When it comes to investing, I know for myself, I cannot trust myself investing. That's why I talk about being robotic, dollar cost averaging, not thinking about it too much. Because when I start thinking about it, I'm like, oh, should I sell? Should I not sell? And we start overreacting to everything that's going on when a lot of the times we shouldn't react at all. And here's three additional reasons of why we suck at investing. One is loss aversion. We hate losing money. It actually hurts us more to lose money than it is to gain money. A study was done where they basically just asked people, hey, you have the opportunity to lock in $25 versus maybe you have the chance, a 50-50 chance of making $75 on a $100 investment. You have a chance of, my bad, you have a chance of losing $75, but the opportunity to make $25. How many people do you think on that study went for, oh, I'm not doing that investment because I'm losing $75. That's literally a majority. It was, I think 70% of people in that study ended up going with, I'm not going to invest my money because I might lose $75. That's also why a lot of us don't even start investing in the first place because we're like, yo, if I put my money at risk, I'm going to lose my money and then I won't have any money. And it's like loss aversion. We don't want to, we don't want to jump into the markets because I might lose out. Another reason is the, the theory of anchoring. Basically, we believe that what has happened in the past is going to happen again. It's why people always think, oh, the stock market is going, it's going to go up. It's just going to go up. It's why people hop into different stocks. It's why people just, just like, oh, Amazon had great returns in the past. So therefore, Amazon is going to have great returns in the future. That's the new wave. Or like, what's a good one that had like unbelievable upstart? Zoom right now. Zoom is having an unbelievable upstart. But the point is, at some point, Zoom is going to taper off. Just like Tesla is tapering off. Just like Apple is tapering off. Past results does not mean future results. That's another reason why we suck at investing. Another one is the herd mentality. We see everybody flock into a particular stock and we're like, oh, they must know something that I don't know. And so we jump into it. We jump in because of the hype, because of a fear of missing out, which leads to another point of regret aversion, which is basically, I don't want to regret not doing this thing. So I might as well just do it just in case. So I don't miss out. So I don't feel like I'm missing out on something. You haven't done any research. You haven't spent the time to study or anything like that. But it's like, it's better to be in the crowd than not in the crowd. And so this is why people 
if you've ever seen a group of sheep, you ever wonder why one sheep falls off the edge and then the whole pack falls off the edge? Herd mentality. We just keep following whoever it is. We just keep following them. Even if they fall off a cliff, we don't care. We're going to keep moving with them. Fair, fair of missing out. So like I said, invest in, it won't make you rich fast. There's, this is not a get rich quick scheme. This is, this is a long term game. This is a day in, day out game. The way you actually become rich, the way you actually succeed in life when it comes to money or make money and anything like that is simple. First of all, master your money. Like I said earlier, master your money. Learn how to live on less. Learn how to save. Learn how to stay out of debt. Learn those three skills. And then after that, learn to give value to people. Provide value in different ways so that people will pay you for the value that you're producing. Whether it's with a job, whether it's you starting a business, whether it's you freelancing, whatever it is, as long as you can provide value to somebody, they will pay you for that. Find ways to be able to provide value to people. And this is really how a lot of businessmen, this is how a lot of people actually become rich, is they provided value. I'm not saying that I have it figured out because I definitely don't have it figured out. I don't have like 5,000 streams of income or three streams. I don't have any of that stuff. I'm just a guy on the internet that still has his main job. I enjoy my main job, but I do other things as well. I side also. I love to ref soccer games. I ref soccer games every once in a while. And that brings in a little pocket change. So find ways to bring value to people. And that's really how you end up making a bunch of money in the future. And then learn to be content. Learn to be content. It makes a world of difference. But anyway, that's all I got for y'all. There is no tricks to this thing. It's just a slow and steady ride. But I promise y'all, if you stay on the ride, if you stay on this roller coaster long enough, you're going to come out on the other side on the top. You're going to come out so glad that you took all the steps that you needed to take. You're going to be so happy at the end of the day. I'm sorry if I came off in this episode very front-ended and abrasive. But I just, I was, first of all, I was just upset with a lot of the stuff that I was seeing on YouTube and a lot of these fake teachers trying to trying to con people out of money the funny thing is like all these people that talk about oh all you need to do is give me your money to turn it into a 50 time investment how come they're teaching these classes like why are they giving us these classes they could be living on an island somewhere because it's not possible but anyway that's all i got for y'all i hope y'all enjoyed the entire podcast i'm sorry if i came off very abrasive but that's all i got remember generosity is always greater than greed. God bless each and every single one of y'all, and I'm out. Peace.